Welcome back, people. It is episode 22 of Season 3 of the Taxi Squad Podcast. Today, we do have a fair amount of content to get into. Looking forward to it. we got a strange and unusual MLB, little NHL, little NBA, and some definite NFL talk. Vinny, it's another week and we're back again. How you doing? I'm great. I'm doing great. I really am. Uh, I hope you guys are all recovering from your Memorial Day weekend. I know I really tied one on this weekend, so uh, it feels good to finally be back in some normality, even though we're back at work, which sucks. But I'm good, dude. How are you? Oh, you know, I mean, hey, Vince, don't say you just had a couple day bender because True. we, in fact, yes, you we know, did. got together for some Saturday Eastern Conference some finals. Strange and unusual fun. times. <laughs> some definite strange and unusual times. Uh, not to say the least, shout out to the great people of Naperville, Illinois, being so <laughs> yeah. receptive to two large individuals talking a whole <laughs> bunch of shit at a random bar and telling everybody we operate a sports podcast. And they're like, really? And then um, we're like, yes, yes, we are those. So assholes. Thank you. If you're here, nice. if you're here and listening to it and it actually worked, <laughs> thank you for listening to this. Seriously, if it actually worked, we're very <laughs> grateful for you being here. Oh, yeah. And we hope you truly do enjoy it because we had a ball yeah. on Saturday evening. And before we kick what. it off, I hope anybody that's listening to this also follows us on our social media because I felt a little bit of... Um, uh, let's call it let's call it sad it's satisfaction for me just because of the whole bulls thing losing the bet all of those things just the small video we can make of me having one win just taking one it was good enough for me you know i don't ask for a lot but i asked for that and that was good because we thought that the heat pulled it out in game six now we know that that's not the case but goddamn if Derek white didn't make my night yeah the hairline had a hell of a night the hairline had a hell of a night. Wherever it starts, nobody knows. But no knows. <laughs> it was a very Trump thing to say. Wherever it starts, we're going to find out. It's a very good hairline. It's very, very good. good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it yeah, it was a hell of a night. There was a lot of uh, uh, roller coasters of emotions. Oh, yeah. And we're going to get sure into about that. that? You sure we're about gonna that? Get, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. You can't you can't like really you know put the cart before the horse because we have a whole segment on nba where i right. have to relive this and i already right. lived it once You're so right. i don't want to have to do that they want but you it. know we're good <laughs> we're shout good. out to the great people watching of the lantern right i mean yeah oh, man a1 a1 what a sh what a dive you gotta love a good dive right yeah good i gotta be honest dive. too i i spent the only time i've ever spent any time in neighborville is with you because really? I'm in, I am in the large city of Chicago. You're um, in so I haven't, really, I haven't really went down there to do it. Live here. I don't go out here. You can trust me on that. Um, but yeah, no, it was fun, actually. I, You know, you hear mixed reviews sometimes. You get down there, it is a hoot of a time. It is packed, I'll tell you. Well, I will say this. It's not always about where you are, but it's the company you keep, right? True. See? True. Fuck where you're at. It's the company you keep, Vince. We could be in a fucking canoe somewhere. Having a that just Randall time. That shit's going underwater. Like that is a very supportive <laughs> canoe. That is a well-built hey, canoe. not in a canoe. kayak. Yeah. No, I think kayaks are actually easier to keep up, though. Yeah, but here's the thing. If you're a big guy, all yeah. right, and you get asked to go kayaking with one of oh. your smaller friends. Yeah. 
you better be sure that that kayak can support your ass. Because Dude, I went with he, my brother. Okay. My, my brother's a big outdoorsy guy. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. he had kayaks in the back of his house. So we went out on the kayak. I was like, oh, this is so much easier than the canoe. We went on a canoe. I tipped it like six times. He's just cracking up and half drowning. And we're just trying to get back <laughs> on the canoe. But for the kayak by itself, it was good. It was a single, single operated thing. It was a lot more of a simple ride. So I actually prefer the kayak, truly. But sure, because it's just you, right? Now, like, yeah. the thing of it is, is, if you don't have a wide enough kayak, true, that is a problem, right? Because we're not necessarily slender boys here no we so gotta fit that donk that, in there right so you gotta fit that donk in there to vince's point yeah. and you gotta fit a you know a little bit wider shoulders and you could just go full 360 that thing or it, depending i mean you gotta be careful if you don't drown definitely don't take any electronics with you no. right because then you run the risk of getting the wet phone and you gotta try and put it in rice that never fucking works yeah there's there an the, indian official that took a selfie inside a water reservoir and drained the whole thing to get his phone back and got suspended. So don't be doing that. <laughs> wow. They can't yeah. really do anything they want on those fucking reservations. Can't they? Guess so. It's a reservoir, but still point is made. <laughs> just saying, man. No, but yeah, real talk. If you're a big dude, just be careful on the outdoor activities you choose to do. Like yeah, this guy, find a motorboat, right? This guy, you won't catch his ass dead. Fucking whitewater rafting. That's uh -uh. the only thing I'll say. No. You want to go whitewater rafting and be like, you should do that. What other options not. are there? Any other no. options? Are there? That's so true. It's so true. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, it's like, I guess if you, once again, if you have the correct kayak wide enough for you, chill little lake time. Supportive. Fine. Yeah. Get it. Right. Yeah. Good During time. the wake. Miss me with that. <laughs> no yeah. Shot. I'm good <laughs> on anything that has to do with wake. Yeah. Right. Same thing yeah. with like surfing, right? If I it has I a wake, I'm gonna have surf. a wake. No, I, I don't think I could ever surf. I think the no. majority of surfing for big dudes at some point in their life is just more so like boogie boarding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we're not tennis players; we're pickleballers. <laughs> that kind of deal. <laughs> Fun fact: There's a pickleball court. You know what? That is a real question, I'm and anti. maybe a smidge of a strange question, but like. Who in the fuck thought of this sport? And they're like, oh, no, you got to play it on a rubber course because then the ball can bounce because it's a wiffle ball, right? Yeah, but like a bouncy wiffle ball. It's yeah, it's it's weird. It's like a bouncy wiffle ball. And then it's not necessarily a racket, but it's not necessarily a paddle. I don't yeah. know what it is. It's like a racket paddle, whatever the hell they call this thing. But this has become like the new Caucasian sport of America. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, like I didn't know where this thing came from until like this year, and it's like now pickleball is fucking everywhere. I don't necessarily dislike the sport itself. Um, I'm supportive of like you know people that are going out there to do it and not telling everybody. But what I do not support is people going on tennis courts and playing pickleball and do and like reserving it and stuff and like taking it away from people that are going to play tennis. Yeah, your second, your second fiddle, man. You can't do that. Pickleball versus tennis is just a whole different thing. If someone's going to play tennis, they mean to have a workout. If you're going to play pickleball, it's like playing bags in your backyard. It's a whole different game. I saw something the other day on SportsCenter where pick a pickleball tournament made the top 10. Shut I was up. like, huh? How? Huh? What? Yeah. What sub-reality yeah. is Chicago Mike living in? Check that out fucking this. fucking pickleball 
is on the fucking top 10 of Espen. Check what? out this diving catch in this beer league softball game. It's right. Exactly it's the, the equivalent thing. of that. <laughs> Who in the fuck is doing this? I don't, I don't know. Get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. It's like, once again, chances are people who play this sport think tuna fish is spicy. Right. Yeah. And then second of all, it, it, it I don't know. There's something very pretentious about it. It is. Right? It, it, no, it's the people that play it, too, because everybody's like pickleball is, is, is the new sport. It's like, all right. Yeah, it's being played a lot, but also it's not like going to take over any other sport because it's it's a lot easier. It's a lot less athletic. Like that's that's just the truth of the matter. And that's why I'm supportive if you want to go play it. But also just understand that you're playing pickleball. Yeah, like you got to know what that is. You got to be self-aware. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, being uh, <laughs> it's, it's like riding a scooter, right? Sure. It's like. Right. You, you don't admit it to your friends because they'll make fun of you, but you enjoy but, riding the scooter and you get to the grocery store a little quicker. So good for you. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like when you see guys on Vespas, it's like, where are oh, you going with this? Saw Vespa? a guy on a 50 mile per hour road on a best Vespa and I was about oh. to freak out. I was like, hey, man, go make some jumps in your backyard and let the big boys drive. Listen, sorry. <laughs> go make a Neapolitan style pizza in your backyard. We yeah. don't need you. Go use your right. Umi or whatever that pizza oven is called and get out exactly. of my Exactly. Not yeah. hating on the Umi because I would Mm-mm. I would fuck up some pies in one of those things. Oh, right? yeah. Marron. Right. Marron. <laughs> well, Vince, we're trying we to talk about that. Yeah. We had <laughs> was, no plans to no, talk no about plan. that, but full blown squirrel moment. Boom. Definitely strange and unusual. But we actually do have it as strange and unusual. Yes. So if you pay attention to baseball in the great states of LA or, uh, Milwaukee, which is actually a city in AKA Wisconsin, uh, you you may not have the ability to watch baseball there anymore, at least from Valley Sports, because they're uh, they're going bankrupt. Yeah. Bad news bears. Uh the Sinclair broad, broad, ugh, broadcast group, excuse me, that operates Valley Sports. I do. Um they signed deals with essentially half of the NBA, NHL, and MLB to broadcast their games. Um, so you've seen a lot of Bally in the last couple of recent years here. They didn't pay their whatever, like however much they needed to pay for this year's game broadcasting. And the MLB said, hey, we're going to take over the Padres broadcasting. And then the MLB is just going to run it for their digital and also for their linear cable um, networks. So Manfred essentially said he's if Diamond doesn't decide to live up to their contractual obligations, they're going to take it away, which could also have a lot of problems with the rest of the NBA, NHL, and MLB if they do run it on Bally Whoa. Sports Networks. Which I don't understand. I thought Bally was just like gyms and like equipment for gyms. Yeah, right. Because that's the, where my 90s brains go. And and then like I saw, I was like, oh, Bally, Bally's is in sports now? Like what the fuck's going on here? When did this happen? Dude, right? I, we were just talking about this too. It's Bally is like doing side quests for fun. It's like Michelin and Bridgestone, Bridgestone making golf clubs and Michelin rating restaurants. You're like, you're a tire company. What are we doing here? Those things guess, don't go. Hey what man, tires if it, and food do. If it work, I mean, the golf balls are still coming out. Restaurants True. are still getting Michelin stars, but Bally's lo- use or losing game broadcasts at an alarming rate right now. Well, this arrangement was originally for like 20 years for like $1.2 billion. That's money. $1.2 billion. $1.2 billion. Oh, that's I mean, crazy. And, 
you default on that. And now the MLB is just going to have to figure it out. So Vince, here's what we got to do. Okay. Ready? We, we're going to get a group of investors together and we're going to start right. calling these fucking games. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Excel Entertainment. You could do this too. You is could that find better or worse, dude? Is that we better would be or worse? So much better. We would be so much it's better like than any one of these guy. fucking guys. <laughs> we would. We want Soto. This guy hits the ball four miles. It's fucking crazy. Juan Soto, <laughs> he does a little fucking dance in, yeah. in the baddest box. Look at this guy. Look at that dance. Look at that ace. <laughs> Fernando I think Tatis we can do does this shit, you know, but he's he's accepting of You're it. You're convincing white me. Sack. Right? That would be cool. Like a little like a great time. Uh, side broadcast where you can just say whatever you want. Like yeah. the Peyton, like the Manning cast, but instead we're just like, yeah, Tatis was on the juice. <laughs> we just be like, he also got in a motorcycle accident, but look at him now. That kind of deal. I think the it would whole, actually sell. The whole time we're just eating Italian cold cuts and cheeses. I, I, that's wine. it. That's the only contractual agreement that we would mandate. Like, listen, we need the correct type of Cabo Gol and Volpe salami <laughs> and nice sharp cheeses. So whatever type of provolone, fontanella, and then surprise you know, us. Give me a brie. Us. I'm cool with the brie. It's not a big brie guy. Really? Not a big brie guy. Not gonna nice lie. Yeah. Not yeah, it's it's too soft and it's too I don't know. It's like you're eating like I don't know, concrete or something. It's gross. No, I like it's it. Just, since not for this guy. Now, what I will fuck with is a good mozzarella, right? I mean, mm. who won't? Come who on. won't? Yeah. Or a good goat cheese? Come yep. on, right? Yep. So whatever we would want, that would be the spread for the game. And then not only that, you get like a little crostini. See, now I'm going down a food rabbit hole. Yeah, I was going to say, you're getting a little romantic over there. With that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, you got Mikey Fast on the other side of the line right now. so Yeah, no big. Yeah, you know, hey, you, you do what you can after a full-blown week of stupidity. And then now you got to pay the price, right? So it's good for me, right? Long term, it'll be good. Reset the system here. But it's terrible when you fast. I'm not going to lie, because like you're thinking about food the whole time. And it's like, I can't put on the food network right now. And then I think back, you know, it's like, hey, if I was Bobby to Flay in a time like this, no shot. <laughs> if I was to announce baseball right now, right, I would definitely want a nice little spread. Yeah. Right, Vinny? I mean, come I'm on. with you. I think uh, I think we can make it happen. So everybody go talk to your rich uncles and dads and all that. And just oh. see if we can figure all this out. That's really what I'm asking. You, you have a, a father or an uncle that's operating a hedge fund, and they got $1.2 billion laying around for the next 20 years. Trying to toss to a couple local Italians in the Chicago area. <laughs> you got it, you sir. You know it, and we're about it. Yep. But speaking of baseball, Vince, mm -hmm. it's, been a, it's been a very heartwarming week. Yes. Especially on this side of the city. Oh, yeah. Especially for you. My favorite person has officially come back from beating stage four cancer. A gentleman yes. by the name of Liam Hendricks mm -hmm. returned from his battle with cancer, and he, in quote, struck out cancer. Pretty and awesome. his debut game blew a save. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it is what it is. Oh, uh, man. He does, I do yeah, have like... Uh, I, I feel like a terrible human being saying no. this, but it's just like, you know, 
I'm not the biggest fan of the guy. Vince has always been a big fan of this fucking guy. Not even that. Just understanding that he's statistically good. That doesn't mean that he's not trash. Listen, (laughs) I know that doesn't make any fucking sense, but you could just like somebody as a person and they can have great numbers, right? It's true. LeBron James, case in point. LeBron James. All right. Let's not compare the two. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that's another example. I'm not comparing the two. I, yeah, I get it. It makes sense. And I also thought about this too. If you were to switch, a, if do a full 180 and be like, oh, I like him now because this happened, that would make you a bigger coward. So I don't think you can do that. I think you got to stick with your guns and be like, hey, congrats on the cancer thing. I still don't like when you pitch. I think that's a good thing. 100%. Well, I mean, look at what he did. He comes in the game, tie game, 4-4, gives up two runs, gets smoked, pulls him. Done. We lose the game. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, but he also did just return from cancer. So then why even put him in? Okay. Good point. Uh, Don't good put point. him in against the Angels. Put him in against the fucking Royals. Right? You, yeah. You, I feel like you you blew your load a little too fast on this one. Damn. If I'm the White Sox, right? Hey, yeah. What? <laughs> what? Blew your load. Jesus. It's a fair um, adjective. I guess. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Analogy. Whatever it may be. Um, yeah, I have enough. a question. I was talking to my brother about this today. Is he just set to win the comeback player of the year award? I like, mean, does he have to? He's got to put up. No, right? but I mean, like Mancini did. Well, yeah, like he had the, you know, but Rizzo also like beat cancer too. I mean, that's true. But was he in the MLB yet? Is the question? Because like this was no, like in the middle of a, yeah. middle of an all star career, and then he comes back, and even if he has a pretty decent season, I think he has to. Um, but yeah, I think the precedent's been set with Mancini where now they have to do that with anybody that's going through something like that. You heard it on the Taxi Squad podcast first. Go on FanDuel or any betting app that you use and put up Liam Hendricks comeback player of the year. And I Book bet it. you the odds are fucking crazy on that right now. So Vince, that might not be a terrible idea. Book it. You gotta you have to play to the heartstrings of the American public. Especially bullshit right? baseball writers that are just like, I need a beautiful story with nothing wrong with it. This is like the perfect time. What the baseball writers have done to Ron Santo and what they did to Ron Santo is a fucking joke. Right? And what they've done to every single Barry guy Bonds, that Roger they Clemens, think yeah. has done steroids, like all that shit. Right. Leave it. Let the game tell the story. Don't tell the story of the game. Let the That's game tell the true. story. Barry Bonds is the greatest hitter that uh, that has ever lived. Don't I mean, act like Barry Bonds wasn't in the MLB. Don't act like Roger Clemens wasn't in the MLB. Don't act like any of them. Correct. Were. Mark McGuire was really good for a couple seasons. So was you Jose Canseco. Make it seem. Yeah, but he's kind of a douche. Yeah, he ratted on everybody. He yeah. kind of ruined it. That whole book juiced. That was so Stupid. dumb. That was he's so dumb. He's also he's so lame. He's a <laughs> he's fucking just the rat. Lamest guy. His ex-girlfriend cheated on him. Or wife. Ex-wife cheat. Yeah. Yeah. And sex. Well, if we're on the White Sox, Vince, I <laughs> yeah. was at the game last night. Lucas Giolito had a quality start, gave mm-hmm. up only three runs. Yeah. Looked great. I will tell you this right now. Andrew Vaughn is a professional fucking hitter. Oh, yeah. That guy rakes. Um, had timely hitting, right? And and this team is so frustrating to watch because it's like they can put it together on some nights and other nights. It's just terrible. It. 
Yeah. Uh, for example, last night we scored seven runs, only three earned runs, right, from Gio. And Gio went six innings, and then Ronaldo came in, pitched two innings of relief. And then Bummer closed out the game. Actually did a great job. And Graveman. Surprisingly. Don't forget Oh, Kendall. yeah, Graveman closed it. My bad. Yeah. So with all that being said, today, not to tail the tape at all, Lance Lynn got the start. Four innings pitched, eight earned runs, three yeah. home runs. Yeah. It's just bad. Color me concerned. Uh, I think Lance Lynn Done. has hit that plateau. I think he's headed down the hill pretty fast right now. He is later in his career. Um, and why I say that is watching the game, a lot of the movements on his balls that he used to have aren't there anymore. Um, the I think it was a Shohei Otani home run today, which really quick. He had two of them. He had two there's of them. Today? Yeah. Shohei oh, had two. I didn't even he, see a second one today. I saw he had one last night, too. Yeah. he. It's just the, the, the sound the ball has off of his bat it's heavy. is truly impressive. It's sports porn, dude. It, literally it, it is. really is. It's just such yeah. solid contact, and it sounds the same. Like it, it like rattles around the ballpark for a good minute, and it yeah, just the echo with you. coming off of it. I mean, we're Statue like multiple, multiple people in our section were like, "That guy is different." Yes, like there's Shohei no denying just it at different. this point. It's a whole new no. experience. Um, the three longest home runs that were hit in the guaranteed rate field this year, AKA the cell, AKA, AKA Comiskey Park, Park, AKA the G spot. Uh, the three longest home runs that were hit there. Number one was Shohei Otani today. Number two is Mike Trout today. Number three is Shohei Otani yesterday. <laughs> Those are the top three. <laughs> so balls flying out of the stadium. Lance Lynn, Please, if you can, get it together. I don't know if he can anymore. I think he might be used goods at this point, which means you got to get Clevenger back. You got to get those other guys back so we can get something together. But that being said, the White Sox have played pretty well in May, and they put themselves in a position that they can come back in the division. So we no longer have to be completely angry about it, just a lot angry about it. Well, actually, Vince, you're wrong. The longest okay. home run ever hit in the new Comiskey Park. This year. Was it? No, this, this year. year. I'm yeah. talking. Oh, I thought you were talking yeah, all the time. Yeah. I was like, don't uh-huh. be doing that to me. I'm a stats guy. <laughs> because all time. Do you know who it is all time? All time. All time. Don't Google this it stadium. Off I'm not the top going of your to. head. I'm hands. I'm hands. It's free. obscure as fuck. Let me think for a moment. I feel like it's got to be something, like you said, obscure, like an Adam Dunn or something. The not real White Sox fans know what this is. Well, I mean, I'm sure I'm gonna know, but I I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Adam LaRoche's son, Drake LaRoche. <laughs> Close. Okay. Joe Borchard, oh, former geez. Tennessee QB standout, yeah, <laughs> who decided to go play pro baseball and they thought he was going to be the savior of the White Sox, and he was trash. Nope. One of many saviors that never come to be. And then the second's actually the big hurt with four ninety four. Which is probably what number one should be, just for our sanity. (laughs) Frank Thomas just used to hit solo home runs. But to your point, Vince, I mean, hey, at this stage of the game, depending on how the Royals do, we're six games out as of right now. So we'll see how that they're actually playing St. Louis right now. So hopefully the birds can help us out. For a battle of worst team in the league, St. Louis or Kansas City? Isn't that funny? 
Missouri, man. Who thunk it, Missouri? I'm sorry, Missouri. Like, they lost Yachty, and then it's just been downhill ever since. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to turn around at some point, but I think the season might be a wash pretty soon because we're at the All-Star voting. I mean, like, we're almost in – we're in June now. Yeah. I mean, this is No, we're bananas. in June when this is posted. Hell, yeah. Literally. It, this day is June 1st, and now you got some real – Real decisions to start making if you're Hell yeah. professional baseball. I mean, now is the time to get hot if you're going to get hot. And if you're not, well, then you have whole other situations because the trade deadline, what is usually July 12th or 13th? I think so. I don't know the exact date, but you're it's right always usually there. like the second week in July. Now, back to the discussion. I mean, what teams, if, the, if you were looking at it right now, what teams, in your opinion, would be buyers or sellers? This is tough. You have to assume that the AL East is going to have some buyers, just giving it how insane that division is right now. Um, it's yeah. continuing still to have only winning teams in that division. Right now we're, what, 60 games into the season just about, give or take, um, depending on yep. which team you're looking at. But, yeah, like the Red Sox are in last place in that division at 28-26, which talked about it a couple weeks ago. They would still be they would be on top of the AL Central still to this day. Like they're so the AL Central is so bad and the AL East is so stacked. So you have to assume that maybe the Blue Jays, maybe the Yankees start making a move six down right now. So they're gonna be buyers. I have no deny or no deniability about that. I'm I'm pretty sure they're gonna be buyers. When you look over at the National League, then a couple teams that aren't playing well. Trey Turner's been playing pretty poorly this year for the Phillies in another really tough division, um, especially with the Braves topping that division and Acuna having a comeback year of the century right now. Um, he he just might by himself get some teams to buy in, as well as the Mets. And I think the big thing with the MLB right now that we haven't had previous, like to the extreme amount, is some of these teams don't have room to add more guys. Like if you want to take the Padres, who are 25 and 29, and if they want to start competing in that division with the Diamondbacks somehow being great, you don't have that many openings in your roster. You just need guys to start playing better. And the same is to say about the Mets. The Mets are absolutely stacked, and they're in a position where it's like, hey, man, like this might not this might not be the year for you, and you can't really trade for anybody that's going to make you much better because you're already, you know, completely cash rich and, and guys that are supposed to be good, you know? Well, I mean, it is truly impressive that the Diamondbacks are one game out of first place right Crazy. now. And that Crazy. team, I mean, with Andrew Young's son coming up in their system, maybe in the next couple of years has the potential to be like the um be like the Orioles right now. Yeah. Oh, I think you said Young. <laughs> no, Andrew Jones. Okay. Did I say so, Young? I don't know. Go on. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, the tape will tell. Yeah. Anyways, It'll to tape. your point, though, I, I mean – the Phillies this year are pretty much of an epic disappointment. Bryce Harper is having his injury woes once again. Yeah. He's got like all these braces on him right now, and he's trying to run from first to third, and braces and shit are flying all over him. Like, yeah, poor guy can't catch a break right now. And then Trey Turner, I mean, you know what's crazy to me is like after his showing in the in the World WBC, Baseball Classic, yeah, he's been trash. He's been yeah. cold to start the year. So I thought the you thought that was that happen. was going to be the me too. I mean, he yeah. was great for the Dodgers. Great. Amazing. So, and I, he was I great for the Phillies understand. last year too. I, you got to assume he's going to get it going at some point. But like I said about the other stuff, get it going at some point. You're one game out from the Nationals right now in a really tough division. If you don't get it going soon, you might be you might miss the train, man. 
The AL East to me is still perplexing in the fact that the Rays are the best team in baseball with a bunch of guys that wins. nobody really knows about. 40 wins. 40 wins. It's okay. insane. Their pitching is just always phenomenal all the time. Um, maybe the Athletics are sellers? <laughs> uh, the Athletics are doing everything they can to lose because they're moving in Las Vegas. They're 12 and 46. It's impressive. It's you know it's hard to be a White Sox fan, but it's really hard to be an Athletics fan right now, and I'm I truly feel bad for them. And I the wonder, city of Oakland by itself. Are they going to be called the Las Vegas Athletics? Or are they going to be can't called change like the team name? They, they can't. can't. I wouldn't. The I Athletics would. have been a team since 1901, 1895, something like that. You kind of have to keep that. I'd be the Las Vegas. I don't know. Vipers. Something. Yeah, the Las Vegas Vipers. Like or it'd be like the the Las Vegas, uh, the Las Vegas Jacks or Kings, like blackjack type of deal. Kings. Yeah, Queens. Yeah, then then it'll just be pink jerseys and fun. The curtains thing is for though, everybody. is like the aesthetic with the athletics, like the green and the white and like the clean ass jerseys. Like that look is dope. So I really don't want them to get rid of it. And like I was saying before, it's like they weren't always in Oakland, but they were always the Athletics. So. You know, being having that A on your jersey, doing those colors, all that stuff. There's a lot of history to that. I really don't want to see that, you know, diminished. I agree. I think that the history is rich, of course, but I mean, they started in LA. I don't know if they always started in Oakland, but that ballpark is no, they didn't old. Start in yeah. Ricky Henderson old, Stadium, old. man. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well, Vinny, you know, right now though, once again, back to the buyers and sellers. I mean, do do we believe Shohei gets traded? I mean, Shohei is going into a contract year. We discussed this briefly last year or last week. Yeah, but I I don't I don't think I mean, there's no way you can move this guy. Is He's there? not getting traded. He's not getting traded this year. They're still they still have a winning record. They're holding on for dear life right now. Three games over five hundred. Um, but yeah, I mean, we talked about it already. Like the money situation by itself. If they trade him, then there's no way he comes back. And I want I think they want to have a chance that for him to come back. Um, so I think there's a hundred percent chance he's on the team to the end of the year. What happens after that? Only God can guess. Only God'll know. Either that or the large Japanese funding behind the Angels, one of the two. Now, in other news, Fernando Tatis and this this whole series was nuts over the weekend. Yeah. So the Yankees and the Padres go at it. Mm-hmm. Great series, kind of a nice back and forth here. But the biggest story out of all this, and I know everybody wants to talk about the tease this, the tease that, pimping a home run, all that. But did anybody see Juan Soto like destroy a baseball and like all these fans went to go get it and this woman wasn't paying attention and it hit her square in the dome? Yeah, like, this is a PSA more than the anything. exit velo, dude. Was yeah. 120 miles an hour, and this literally bed. bounced off of somebody's cranium. I'm surprised she's not like Ted after his stuffing got rearranged. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Great reference. Yeah, they. Uh, this is a PSA to look up, man. When you hear the sound of a bat, look up. Like in baseball, you're in the field of play. If you're out in the outfield. We see this all the time. It's the reason that the nets got put up because line drives were coming in fast. I still think that was a smart move because they come in aggressively in a foul ball, but you have plenty of time, no matter what the home run is to adjust yourself to not get smoked in the face by a ball. Even if it's going 150 miles per hour, you could be like, Oh shit, it's coming. Get down, whatever it may be, cover your face. 
This is on her. This is on her. That's it's what you sign up for when you buy a ticket. I'm sorry. It probably sucked, but look up next time. That's kind of where I'm at. It's true. I mean, I get it. The, the problem today is, though, it's like so many people are are too into their CIA listening devices, a.k.a. their telephones. Yeah. Or whatever these things are now. I like that. And, conspiracy pod. Conspiracy pod. Conspiracy pod. So we should go down a rabbit hole. We should have a rabbit hole episode one day. That'd be fantastic. Anyways. Sports conspiracies. All sports conspiracies. Let us know if you'd want to hear it. I think it would be Please. awesome. Anyways, with all that being said, um, I would say this, that you're at a baseball game. You should be watching the game. Don't be on your phone. Like how many times I, at the Jumbotron last night, they go to like all these like girls that are all sitting together and none of them are paying attention. They're on the fucking Jumbotron and the half of them are looking at each other like what just happened? And it's like, oh, look, the Jumbotron because we were yeah. on our phones. I mean, that's how it goes. Some people go because they're just trying to like enjoy the time or whatever and hang out with their friends. That's fine. All that is fine to me. It's just like, you know, you get hit in the face by a ball. You can't be mad at anybody except for yourself. And also enjoy the game because you're there. That's more of like a stopping on your phone all the time situation. And I think this is a total example of why it's beneficial to enjoy the time with your friends when you're with them and get off your damn phone. Exactly. Enjoy the moment, people. But Vinny, what happened with Tatis? And I mean, I know they were yeah, calling and saying it's steroids. Okay. It was awesome. They were getting... In Cub classic Yankees it. fan special, there was the uh, steroids from the um, from the upper, not even the upper, the lower deck in the outfield. I forgot what they call the short porch. Thank you. That's what I was thinking of. Um, so people were over there doing that, yelling at him, and he's just conducting them like a beautiful orchestra conductor. And I thought it was hilarious. A lot of the shit he does is funny, um, especially like he didn't need things that he's not even doing, but it just ended up being funny. Like the the motorcycle advertisement, I'm sure you saw. Which motorcycle advertisement? During the Padres game, Tatis was up to bat, and there was a motorcycle advertisement for him. It was like in a motorcycle crash, and he was up to bat. It was hilarious. What? Um, yeah, it was crazy. So check that That's out bananas. if you want to. But no, he's conducting the fans and just kind of like you know taking it in. And I think you kind of have to do that when you get caught with something like that. You can be like, oh, like, I'll let it go by, whatever. I won't comment on it. But this is nice because it's like, hey, man, fuel the rivalry, make it fun. And I think that's a better way to do it. Makes baseball more fun. It's true. It's out of division, though. So it's kind of like you know, a lot of people wouldn't understand. But who knows? Maybe we got a new, you know, new riff going, even though that the Padres have the largest payroll in all of baseball and are yeah. sucking ass right now. So that's always fun. That's how that goes. But it's still funny. It's always a good time, Vinny. I mean, parody is great. Now, is it true that Jose Abreu hit his first home run over the weekend? Yes. All year, he waited two months to hit a home run. I don't know how that happens with him. I don't get it. I understand that he has bad Aprils because we saw that happen for X amount of years. But all of May, too. It was funny. He did hit a home run and sprint full speed around the bases. That was really yeah, he fun. He used to do that. He used to do that all the time. Yeah, the Astros are the freaking worst, and I hate them, and they suck. But yeah, this was kind of funny. It reminded me of how he was good, but also I, I'm pissed at him because he's on the Astros. So yeah, I'm not it, pissed it was at him. Good riddance. Andrew Vaughn's fucking raking right now and making the most Finally. of his opportunity. So well, Finally. he had to play outfield. Now he can actually play the position he plays. Very. 
That's a damn good point. <laughs> Speaking of playing the position they play, you know, Vince for a while there was a bearded man. And then yes. he had to shave that beard due to a fun bet. Stupid. And now the beard's coming back, right? So oh, now Vinny's back. coming back in the full form, been back, ready for the summer. But every now and again, that beard gets a little too grizzly. Yeah. Right? Just like how sometimes, you know, you know, Chicago Mike, you can't grow facial hair. Right. So he's got to shave it. And, I mean, Vince, what is the podcast shave with anyways? My lineup is looking rough right now. I got a haircut last week. I need to line it up. And I'm going to line it up with none other than Henson Shaving. You heard of them before, so... Here's a word from our friends at Henson Shaving. The Henson razor puts the end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. Uh, the razor is made from CNC machines to aerospace standards. That means it's made to be very tight tolerances with the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. And Mike, one of the best things about it 100% plastic-free, packaging plastic-free, razors plastic-free. You get one razor, nice little heft to it. It's got a little bit of a little bit of weight to it, which is nice. And, like, I, I've been using it now. So they've been with us for a couple months now, and I've been using it to, to line my beard up. And then using it on my whole face was a breeze. I got it. I'm not going to lie. Those, um, and changing up the razor, too, it's a lot easier than just popping off the whole head. No plastic. It's great. Um, another piece of it that I like a lot, especially after doing this. So the head design has these little exit channels on it. You'll see like lines under the razor. Um, it's designed to expel the hair out and the shaving cream and everything. And I don't know about you, but for years using razors, I'm like trying to get all the hair out. I got a little bit coarser hair and it's, it's hell every time I need to do it. So I've really never had a razor truly, honestly, never had a razor that this was, it was this easy to clean. So Absolutely. I mean, it's designed so it doesn't get clogged up. So while you're shaving your face, we've all had it where it gets a little clogged up. It's not as getting as close of a shave as you'd like. So you got to rinse that thing off 37 times. Not here. It's once and you're back to it. Boom. And super Just easy to clean at the end. You're, they're sharp. Sharp, is. man. Um, And then the last point that we want to make here, cost of ownership averages to 88.20 every two years, which is $177 less than a normal cartridge razor, which is crazy. And you'll see, so you order the razor, right? They give you a pack of blades. It's better for the environment. Stop using all the plastic razors. Use the metal instead. So use the promo code, the taxi squad, T-H-E-T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D at checkout. You put a razor in there. You put a hundred pack of blades and you'll get those blades free while using our promo code. So for most users, this is going to amount to at least two to five years of shaving, depending on how often you shave. So again, that promo code is the taxi squad, hensonshaving.com. Go check it out. All right, people. Well, we started the podcast heavy with the NBA talk. And Vince busting my chops at a bar in Naperville about how the team that I was rooting for lost game six. Hey, hey, the Miami Heat, because I thought the game was absolutely over after Jimmy G, G standing for buck or gets buckets, um, made three free throws in a row to put the Heat up by one. And, uh, I thought with three seconds left in the game, conspiracy, probably not three seconds left in that game. We'll okay. go. We'll get into this in a minute. But as we know, 
the whole scenario goes down and just Marcus a buzzer Smart beater of that yep uh, ball hits off the rim it's over the hairline mr Derek white nice little tap in with less than a second to go it was an electric way to end it how the fuck game. did that guy get in the paint so that's, easily? Dude, that's my biggest question. The amount of huge dudes that they have on both teams and Derek White just kind of sneaks up and does it himself. How but that's you... like definition of dog, man. Definition of dog. He's got the dog well, in him. And then as we fast forward, <laughs> as my prediction would come true. Right. The Celtics shoot maybe, I think, 41% from three. Holy or I think like. 35%. They just dog shit. Like the game plan was just like, well, let's just go try and shoot a bunch of threes. And if not, we're just going to lose the game. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was right. I was rooting for game seven. That was the biggest thing for that. Yeah. Um, so seven. I was, I was happy that we got that. Uh, I was not happy of how it went at all. The Celtics scored 15 points in the first, uh, they scored. What was it? 30, 41 points in the first half to the heats. 52, it really wasn't possible the whole game. Jason Tatum hurt himself at the beginning of the game, like literally right at the beginning. And my biggest takeaway from this? He rolled his ankle, bro. You're at home. Is this going to be the excuse? Come on. I like know. for real, though. You lost I the game I know, by but if, it depends on how, how bad it is. It's going to affect you. I'm not saying that it's, it's going to stop you from playing, and it didn't. He played 42 minutes, but it's going to affect you. And in that scenario, well you forward. need Jalen Brown. Athlete. Okay, but you understand that. Like, if you roll it pretty bad and you sprain it, you're still going to play, but it's not going to, you're not going to be 100%, even if you're trying your hardest. Um, you need Jalen Brown to come in and have a really good game. And what we learned from this whole entire game is that that wasn't going to happen. Um, and we're going to talk about this in a moment, but they have, they have some big decisions to make in this offseason. Um, but Jalen Brown, he doesn't know how to dribble. That's been a big thing that's been going around this last couple uh, days after this game ended. Every time he wanted to go left, it seemed like he turned the ball over. He had a ridiculous amount of turnovers in the game. He comes out of it playing 43 minutes and scoring 19 points, and he should be the guy to kind of take over that. So it's a little alarming. The only other guy that seemed to be really working hard to get this game in their hands is Derek White. And then besides that, it was just... Marcus Smart, nine points. Robert Williams, eight. Grant Williams, three. Al Horford, eight. Like, no one scored in double digits besides, you know, Brown, Tatum, and White. And no one scored over 20. That's not how you win a game seven. Doesn't matter who you are. Quick question. Is it fair to say that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum need to be split up? One of them needs to go because clearly they can't play together. Two seasons in a row. Two seasons in a row. They've shown that they, they cannot play well together. Yeah, but they've shown that they can make it to the Eastern Conference Final Game 7 or the NBA Finals. Like, there are 28 other teams. So that is don't it poor coaching then? Is it poor? Co- I mean, could we say that? Because if you really look at Jason Tatum, I don't Tatum, know if it is because if we have a coach defense, just uh, it, okay. So Missoula is getting a lot of hate right now for sure. I don't know if it's poor coaching either because, again, they're in. Game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. I think Missoula, if he gets completely swept in this series, I would say it's good riddance because they didn't they have a chance. But completely swept. They almost did, and then they came back, and that kind of shows a little bit of dog. Yeah, are they playing great? They were for those games, sure. My big thing is, like, their whole roster 
situation right now isn't great. Well, Malcolm Brogdon coming in, playing out. seven minutes and have nothing. Aging Al Horford. And now Brown and Tatum both have to get a super max in the summer. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if keeping Jalen Brown's the answer. I mean, if you think about it, if you brought in somebody who can actually hit the three, it might be something worthwhile. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's beard. alarming what ended up happening. Maybe the beard. Maybe he's the answer for the Celtics. But I just don't feel like Jalen Brown James and Jason Hart is Tatum. the answer. He very well could be. It's Mike, not out of bounds. Do you understand what you it. just said? Yeah, I know they what had I just trouble. Said. They had trouble getting a guy to score in a game seven. And you think the solution is James Harden? I'm just saying Jason Tatum is Dude, James me. Harden's like, so bad in the playoffs. That would be the worst the decision. He's great in the regular bring, season, though. That's what I don't understand. Yeah, bring back Kyrie. You think Kyrie is the, is the answer? I he mean, Boston well doesn't want be. him. but No, he, no. After what happened, of course they don't want him. You know for sure that he him. can dribble, though. Oh, yeah, but he can't really distribute, and I feel like that's what that's what Jason Tatum needs. He needs somebody to distribute the ball. He needs his Rajon Rondo, right? And and Tatum needs to be the guy. Yeah, and, and, and so that's the issue now. They're going to both be expecting Supermaxes in the offseason because they're both made All-NBA, which is going to lock their their books up pretty tight. They can't bring back a lot of the guys that they have right now, and they're going to have to figure out how to build around the two of them making more money. I don't know okay. if that's possible. I don't know if they're going to choose what to do if, it. I don't know if that's, here's if that's a what, what if. they want to do. What about Dame Lillard? That'd be electric. Dame on the Celtics would be nuts. Yeah. The Portland but, Trailblazers would have to agree to trade him because he's not going to ask for out well, from them. Jalen Brown for Dame Lillard? I mean – close enough right one's a lot younger than the other you're in your championship window if you're the celtics clearly the guy to build it around is tatum clearly so there you have it i'm not against it if he doesn't come to the bulls send him to the send him to the celtics he ain't going to the bulls he knows better than that the bulls are trash we all know that i don't know a couple pieces also lonzo ball's never gonna play again so no shit called that on this podcast a long time ago it's just nice to stay optimistic it sometimes. It's nice to it not always happen. be negative, Mike, you know? I'm not being negative, Vince. I'm just usually realistic in my thought process that this guy, I don't know, I think his father cursed him. And LaMelo's looking like he's the one. He's looking like he's going to be the good one. Sort of, though. They're that's all a lot of, one that's a lot of usage time. That's a lot of usage time on that guy. When you get... A team that's actually competing. And that's the thing, too, is you need to be able to have guys that can score, but also share the ball and know what to do and run in an offense where they're not the main focal point. Because that really doesn't work for anybody except really for LeBron. And he plays better when he has a guy that can actually distribute, too. So, yeah. Most scorers do. Yeah. Which which helps, especially spot up shooters. What the Celtics need to do is stop shooting so many damn threes play some more defense and run some real plays and things like this won't happen, especially against a guy like Eric Spolstra and a team that he has set up. That's just riddled in dog. He culture is just all dog. Well, I mean, God, look at what Caleb Martin did. I mean, basically that guy almost had a 50 90 type of night. I mean, bananas. I mean, literally 48% from the three point line. 90 or like 88 88 percent from the free throw line and then like 
almost, I think, what, 60% from the field? I mean, he he was just disgusting. In game, yeah, in game seven, he, he shot 68% from the field and 30 or 66 from the three point line in game seven. Like, fuck them up. Um, just disgusting. Unbelievable. He played really well. Uh, need I remind you, we were talking about this before we started recording today, August 7, 2021, the Charlotte Hornets, aforementioned LaMelo Ball's team, released Caleb Martin. His brother was on the team with him, and they released him and goes to the Heat. And that's kind of something to be said. We've talked about Max Struess on this podcast and my fanboyism about him. He went to DePaul University. He went to the Bulls, didn't work out. I think he might have went to the Sixers, and I don't think that worked out either. He goes to the Heat and finds minutes in important, crucial times in the NBA season, most importantly in the playoffs. They're taking guys that might not be, you know, as coveted on other teams and making them as stars. As coveted, they were cut by teams. You're right. You're Far right. Far worse than what the team they're on now. Goes to show you the legend of Spolstra, which I never yeah. liked growing up, but he has been around for a very long time. It's and easy walked. to hate on him when he has, you know, D Wade and LeBron and Chris Bosh walked in the Riley footsteps and now yeah. back with a team that resembles nothing of the team that he took to the finals originally. So like, and one, I'd love yeah. to see it. Yeah. It it's built the right way this time, in my opinion. Absolutely. So is Spo a hall of famer? Hmm. Even Good without question. this championship ended right now, he'll never, He'll never coach again. Is he a Hall of Famer? I would say just off what he's done over the past, what now, almost 15 years? He's yeah, been he's, play, he's had, he's been the coach for just about 1,200 games for the, for the, so whatever heat. that equates to be. I think What's it's 1,200 divided by 82. 12, I think it's 12 years, something like that. Okay. So 12 years. Call it 12 years. Bob's your uncle. Yep. It is one of these scenarios where his win percentage is off the charts. Has a what two finals? W's? Yep, two finals with the Heat. He's I been mean, in now kind of a this shoe is his fourth, and now he's going to a fourth finals with this team. Now here's the question: How far do they go? Does he will him across the finish line? I don't know. Here's what I do know: This guy doesn't coach. Season. You're right. You're right. You're right. See, this guy doesn't coach players, which he used to, but now he coaches. Teams. teams yeah and he brings these guys together or whatever it is i mean i think the glue guy of course as we all know is uh, my fanboy just goes bananas for jimmy b but yeah he's the best player on the team he's the lifeblood he's the heart of him no doubt about it he's 100 percent the heart of it i mean jimmy is their motor he gets them going now bam another guy who's just a stud and then this i mean I know, it's but just he's a like toss-up the- though if Bam Adebayo put up freak. 12, 10, and 7 for the Celtics and they lost, I'd be like, I mean, obviously, ten and 7 assists, 10 rebounds, pretty good. Starting center, 43 minutes. Like, you might need to get more from him, especially against a team. Like, because you got to remember, too, Al Horford was playing center for the Celtics. Nikola Jokic is playing center for the Nuggets. So, Bam's probably not going to be defending him. It's probably going to be like a a by committee type basis. So he's going to really need to show up and do some shit, especially well, for this who, team. With him. Who else is going to cover that unit of a human might, being? You might have to throw Jimmy on him and switch a lot to get to get something together. I think Bam will be on him just due to you size. Remember the too, whole, Bam's the whole like night. six nine. 
Yeah, I understand, but he's huge as he's far as wide. size goes and strong. And you need yeah. that for Jokic. And, and I mean, Jokic, don't get me wrong, he's a seven footer. Yeah, I mean, no but, one can really, no one can defend him. You just want no. to slow him down a little bit. You, you, you know? slow him down. That's what you, yeah. you hope to not let him score 30 on you. That's yeah, what exactly. you hope for, in theory. And he, now, he's gonna, he's just gonna do it. <laughs> That's the thing. Tonight, the series starts. So, I mean, it's Denver at home. Does the elevation get to the heat? What That's happens? Thing. Here? I don't know. Wait, just They're so we can confirm. Porch. Yeah. Is Bo Hall Famer? If you're saying right In now. my opinion, yes, he is. Okay, I agree. That's where okay. I was leaning with that whole thing. Cool. Perfect. Set the stage. Elevation. Big deal. Mike Malone talked about it this week. He's like, yeah, right? like it, it does. You start getting winded a little bit quicker. The Nuggets are used to it. This is the first championship in Nuggets history to ever go to. They've never been to the finals. The Nuggets have a better team. The Nuggets are at home. The Nuggets are going to win this game. I'm sure of it. Right off the bat. Yeah, I would say that, you know, you're probably not off. Now, in my opinion, I believe the Heat aren't going to go away softly. No. Jimmy, Jimmy just has this look in his eyes right now. That is truly like Kobe esque. Like, oh, yeah. Bam went to go hand him the trophy the other night, and not he was basically me. like, nah, I don't want to hold done. that one. Job's not done. Job's not done. Exactly. Job finished. Well, what's there to celebrate? What's there to be happy about? And shout out to, you know, the legend himself, Kobe, RIP. But that's the type of shit that Kobe would do. Yeah, and I mean, even though Jimmy won the MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals, I, I would I would just shelve that thing and move on to the next one. Yeah, Kobe would have done that if they had those awards <laughs> when he was there. They had those named and everything. But it's true. Yeah, no. yeah. And like a lot of people, too, were like, Caleb, Caleb Martin should have gotten that. No, he shouldn't have because if Jimmy no. Miller wasn't on the team. He wouldn't even be there. So. I mean, <laughs> Caleb Martin had a very good couple games, although yeah. he did average like 19 points a game. It was pretty bananas. It was overall. great, but Jimmy Butler was the basically the sole reason they won the first three. <laughs> like, yeah, was, it's true. He was so good in those he games. He was unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to forget because there was three games after that that the Celtics just, you know, ate their lunch. I wouldn't but, consider it. Ate their lunch. No, I know. But I know. they got the they, best of them a couple they ate games. Ate enough there. of their lunch, yeah, to keep them hungry. I mean, the series. I mean, hypothetically, the series should have gone six if we're really going to break down the mishap of the refs. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah, you can blame anything on anything, but they didn't I'm win. not blaming. I, I mean, it's telling time, Vince. It's not fucking rocket science. <laughs> he got the How foul with two point seven. We were seconds at the left. bar. How did you have a better look at it than the refs? Because <laughs> I saw the time. The contact didn't happen until 2.7 seconds left in the fourth quarter. So one would assume <laughs> that that's what the clock would be. But they reset the clock to three seconds. Okay. Some booty. Okay. But they reset right. the clock and the heat had the ball. Just, just so you know. Predictions for the series. Yeah. Because you want to defend the clear defunct slash, you know, Strange and unusual refs in the NBA. Like they're the <laughs> most no, honest refs of all time. Yeah. But okay. hey, they, they're not calling a lot of fouls this well, playoffs. Finally, finally. And I like it a lot. We needed that shit for sure. We've we've been needing that for a long time in the NBA. The the day of the NBA, you know, God, you, you fart when you go into the lane and it's a foul. So now well, it's that's nice why, to see that. That's why James physical. Harden doesn't play well in the playoffs, too, because he depends on getting to the line a lot. And it goes away when 
when it comes down. They let the boys play eventually. Well, absolutely, as they should. I mean, in Same my as eyes, the Lakers this is too. the way. Because the Lakers had way, way, way more free throws than anybody else in the league this year. They go to the playoffs, get pretty far, but when you're playing a team that's better than you and you can't just rely on free throws, you're going to get swept. Rely on LeBron getting hit in the head with an invisible shovel every two minutes. No, he's not a flopper, though. He said it. He said he's not a flopper. Yeah, no team he's ever been a part of. No, no way, Jose. (laughs) No way, Jose. But if we're going to predict this series right now, Vinny, what yeah. is your prediction? How long is it going? Right? What do you what do you envision for this one? Nuggets and six. Got nuggets and six. Taking them in six. I think um, a lot of people are discounting the heat this series. I think that's going to definitely okay. fuel their fire even more. I don't think it's an easy, like, you know, nuggets come in and just start dominating them. I think they're all hard-fought games, but I do think they take it in six. Okay. In my eyes right here, I, I'm I'm going to say it's going the distance because I just oh. don't see the heat going away. I just don't. I, I don't. I, I have this gut feeling that this is going the distance. And I know everybody's like, joker this, joker that. I don't think it's a sweep. I think everybody's favoring no the shot. Nuggets right now. But the yeah. Heat have been an underdog since the beginning of the play. And you got to remember, they lost a game against the, the Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. The Bulls almost beat them, dude. And the Bulls almost fucking beat them. The Bulls <laughs> were winning in the fourth quarter with like yeah. five minutes yeah. left. And then Jimmy G just this comes This could be out the nowhere. Bulls right now, dude. This could be the no, Bulls. No, don't go that <laughs> I know, far. I know, I know, but still. We've, <laughs> they we've talked them. about, you know, the playoffs. I mean, this, I, I don't know. To me, it's like the, the story of the Heat. I really hope that this team historically doesn't get passed over because what they've done is truly impressive. And in my eyes, this is one of the best things the NBA could ask for overall is that an eight seed got to the finals because that hasn't happened before since the play in tournament started. Dude, so the rating police are pissed though. Fuck Denver the ratings. Mi- police. Denver, Miami. What the fuck? Fuck you guys. This is good for everybody. Well, what Miami's been in a total of seven total finals and through their entire uh, existence, I believe. I'm kind of like that though. I'm getting a little Miami fatigue, a little bit. I'm not Miami fatigued. People could say you're Bulls fatigued. We haven't been back to a yeah, but you can't say that because that's seven ninety eight. So what the fuck? No, I know. I'm just saying like Miami's been there a lot, and that's that's obviously a clue in to good coaching and all that stuff, but. Like they made it, and I was like, "Here we go again." Miami's in it, and then you got Denver, who's never made it, never won a title. I'm like, parody. As far as history, okay, so single team, obviously Heat, big underdog, crazy what they did. History wise, this is huge for Denver, and a big thing too is Denver swept the Lakers, and the whole conversation was, "Is LeBron retiring? What happened to the Lakers?" No one said shit about the Denver Nuggets. It's like it seems like. No one really cares that they're there a little bit, and they kind of deserve that respect, in my opinion. Well, okay. Do you think it would have got more publicity if Carmelo Anthony was on the Nuggets as opposed to Nikola Jokic? I mean, was it was could we argue that Carmelo at the time when he was on the Nuggets was more of a prolific star than Nikola Jokic? Yeah, Even I mean, just Jokic given where he's from, won an MVP and last year. Given what happened in his, he won two in a row. Given. Right. Carmelo stardom and his national championship and coming in and going to Denver and being part of that draft class. That all kind of had shit to do with it, for sure. A Serbian big man is a little less exciting than a, you know, shoot ball, hit shot, small forward coming out of college just with all the swag in the world. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, but I'm just saying more so for the city of Denver, how long they've been an actual franchise and to not experience this yet. That's a big deal, especially with a guy where, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, it's really hard to win if your best player is a big man. True. If you, if you think about that from all the NBA, Historical. I mean, Embiid, Embiid is obvious. Um, but anytime in the last like 10, 15 years, we haven't really seen that be like a pivotal piece. And that's because Jamal Murray's been playing off his ass all playoffs. So does that does that maintain though? Because Jamal Murray, let's face it, I mean, he's not like a star, unquote. Yeah, I think he might be. He's healthy. Is he is he becoming is he becoming a star in your eyes? I believe that. Um, I think they had a myriad of injuries the last two years, which is still kind of a thing that could happen going into the series right now, but everybody is healthy, which is crazy because that hasn't happened at all in their in their big run and it's always oh the nuggets like they're the one seed but they're going to just dwindle out in the playoffs and i was confident that was going to happen this year and it hasn't because you know like stronger heads prevail or whatever you want to whatever you want to call it they stayed healthy they passed the ball at the right time and they got a guy in the middle that's going to take care of business if mpj hits shots if kcp hits shots if Jamal Murray can control the pace of the game and if Jokic can just be Jokic, it's hard to beat that team. Man. These are two defensive juggernauts, and they do it well. Yeah. Right? Mike Malone's like if, the man of a coach, too. He's just a very good coach. So is Spolstra. So this is, Absolutely. I mean, could one say the talent is kind of taken out of this? This is going to be more of a coaching matchup. This is going to be more of a chess game than it is anything. Yeah, this isn't star versus star, which you get no. a lot. And especially with like the Warriors, it was like Steph Curry versus Tatum and Jalen Brown mm-hmm. versus Clay. Like that shit, you're not really getting that because Miami's best positions aren't Denver's best positions. Like my, Miami's yeah. Kyle Lowry, he's older. Jamal Murray, you can call him a point guard. That matchup, you know, whatever. Jimmy Butler matching up with Michael Porter Jr., same thing. Like MPJ isn't the best player on the team. Jimmy Butler is. Bam versus Jokic. Same kind of thing. Yoke or Bam's probably the second best player on that team, even though he didn't really show it the last series at all. But like Jokic is the best player on them. So it's gonna be like how does the team actually work together? How do switches work? Who can stop the team from scoring? Because both these teams can score at a decent margin. Fun fact, the Bulls passed on Michael Porter Jr. for Kobe White. MPJ Same. was a huge injury risk too, though. I think Denver did a really good job bringing him back and, and strengthening him up. Kids of athletic freak. Yeah. Athletic I just don't know if the Bulls would have done that the because gym. they they have injury problems themselves. To so bring a you guy know, in and try to fix them, I don't even know if they would able to, to fix them. Think about that, though. Like, you look at Spolstra. You look at Denver, right? You look at these. You look at the Heat. You look at Denver. You look at these franchises that grow talent. Yeah. Like, you can't say that about other franchises in the NBA. For example, let's just look at the Bulls. Yeah. Right? Because we've had this talent. We've traded some talent. They've gone on to do great things, i.e. Jimmy Butler. Tibbs had a had a knack for growing some talent because yeah. he took on young guys and built them into the players that they were to become. Saw potential, yeah. Right. But ever since that, I mean, who can the Bulls hang their hat on? No, I mean, I mean we can't. Yeah. No. So, I mean, Kobe White, maybe, I mean, has he improved year over year? This year Slightly. he did. This, this year, year he, did. he did. But but I mean years before he was a liability. Oh yeah. So it goes to show I think the coaching has so much to do and then in, in sure. the NBA, just in general development. I mean coaching across the board. 
game culture so much to do is a big it. deal. Because a lot of people say that. It's like best players are going to play well no matter who the coach is. And I heard Charles Barkley talk about this too. They're good for culture building and expectations where it's just like, hey, this is what we're expecting. This is what we have to do to win, like that kind of deal, like the day-in, day-out situation. The player's going to play. But the motivation aspect and the actual culture in the locker room is huge, which is why the Heat have such a distinct advantage in that department where Heat culture has, has become a thing amongst itself, you know, where at this point it's it's become bigger than the actual team. It's like Heat culture is is like how to win in the NBA. You got to have Heat culture. Heat culture is what's up. No, there's no doubt about it. And they have built a culture due to Spolstra. And Denver's built their culture based off of Jokic. And I forget the head coach's name. Michael Malone. Uh, Michael Malone. There we go. Like Kyle Malone. But can we just like sit and pause right now and just think about how spoiled the state of Florida is right now? I mean, yeah. Beating fucking COVID before anybody. Right. <laughs> and then not okay. only that, but now. But now That's the first thing They beat it That's the first thing They fucking beat it They beat it first Right And then For the past Four fucking years Tampa Bay Lightning Tampa Bay Lightning Tampa Bay Lightning All in finals Over the past three years And now The Florida fucking Panthers And Miami Heat Are both in the finals And the Buccaneers Oh yeah And the Bucks in 2020 We can't forget about time Guess who won the PGA Championship Florida native oh. Brooks Kepka. <laughs> See? It's like everybody, dude. Brooks. Everybody. Brooks Bug Shug Kepka. Because that's what he's into. That's what that's you what named him. Into. I didn't name him that. I think he might have just had a bunch of coffee and lack of sleep. Or a whole yeah. lot of Adderall. It's One possible. of the two. Anything. Why possible. do you got such a red schnoz though, Vince? Right? If you're not it's doing cold in there, it's a hockey rink. Mm, nice <laughs> cover. I don't know. He's not out there ripping. Hey, Brooks, hit me up if you want boys. an interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would lo- honestly, we would love to have it. Guy yeah. sounds like a legend. Oh, yeah. Anyways, though, I mean, the Stanley Cup right now is truly with us. Uh, yep. Southern Florida is probably on the brink of just going full apeshit crazy right now. Um, but then again, it's like, how are all these hot states doing so well with indoor sports? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, this is it is ridiculous. But then look at the Florida Rays right Vegas. now, too. Look at the Rays right now. Now, it's crazy. There is something that you know. I I was talking about it when I mean, and not like we touched so much on hockey, and not like we even talked about it during the time it was going on. But when Vegas was playing Edmonton, I was like, whoever wins this series is basically going to win mm-hmm. the 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 finals. Now, Panthers though, I mean, have some really good goaltending going on, and it's oh, yeah. impressive. I don't. I'm not even going to try and pronounce their names. But no, yeah. not worth it. I can't do it either. And we are a self-proclaimed not hockey pod. We not watch it when the playoffs pod. come. Alexander Barkov got that. Matthew Chakuk got that. Jack Eichel got that. Jonathan March Marshall Marshall Slout got that. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you staying for that one. <laughs> we appreciate you staying for that one. We're excited to watch that <laughs> hockey, and uh, you should do that. So. Let's do what we do best on this podcast. Yeah. And that is get into some NFL talk, gents. Yeah. Right? Got to get into some NFL talk this week. The handsome, real Jimmy G, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo, a.k.a. the Arlington Heights kid, a.k.a. 
free thotties for life. Yeah, porn star guy. <laughs> well, he's go. a porn star guy, but he can get into any brothel he wants for the rest of his life. Oh, it yeah, had recently that. come Sorry. out that they were going to have like a press conference to introduce Jimmy G for the Raiders, right? Because the Raiders signed him, coming in, going to be the savior of the franchise. Him and Josh McDaniel have that rapport. You got Devontae Adams, even though he said, I don't want to play with this fucking guy. And then on top of that, the day of the press conference comes around. All the reporters are in the room. They come out and they're like, yeah, sorry, everybody go home. They're like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, everybody go home. We're, we're, we're going to reschedule. They're like, why? They're like, well, we can't talk about it. Well, comes to find out that Jimmy failed his physical yeah. before signing the deal. And it turns out now he needs foot surgery. And then they had to bring in a whole bunch of stipulations and addendums to the contract itself to ensure that if he cannot play and make it to training camp, which they are hoping he can be healthy by that time, yeah, they don't owe him a dime. Yeah, so and we all know where my brain's going. They were forced. Yeah, I mean it's not going to happen, but they were forced like to end that negotiating deal because the negotiation window. They were like, all right, we got to do this now. Um, leaves them in a spot where they got to find somebody to play for them. Uh, you know, it's not going to be Andy Dalton or Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield who were available, but they aren't anymore. It's definitely not going to be Aaron Rodgers, who's now a, a New York Jet. So are they going Brian Hoyer or David Carr lookalike, Aiden O'Connell that you sent to me today? Or do or... they go to the Saints and say, oh, you have the best quarterback in the league? Maybe or, we should get Jameis Winston. Or, or does Tom Brady unretire for the 19th millionth time? Does Tom to do Brady again? become Jackie fucking Moon first player owner to start an NFL game, even though it couldn't happen by NFPA guidelines? But a boy can dream. Right? Exactly. A boy can dream. No, <laughs> it probably not going to happen. Now, and no one retires happen. three times. No one retires three times. You do it twice and you're four, done. Four is to happen, though. What would have to happen? This is technical. Okay. He would have to ask the NFLPA for permission to do so, then he would have to sell his shares back to the team in order to become then a free agent. And there you go. Now I know a bunch of teams that would probably veto his request. Yeah. Fair enough. Duh. Because they don't want to see that guy. One, including anymore. Tampa Bay who still technically has a contract with them. So. Well, that's true, and chances are they let him out of it. But who knows? I mean, maybe they do want him back, considering I don't know if anybody's seen the internet trolls oh. around the Tampa Bay Bucks oh, camp. Oh, my God. This video bad. was horrible. It would be like Vinny and I out there taking fucking No, I'm better than breath. that shit. Probably. <laughs> Dude. But Baker and Kyle Trash just overthrowing everybody Dude. or underthrowing everybody or just can't hit the broadside of a barn or what happened to Baker, hit water dude? if they fell out of boat. What happened to that guy? What the happened Browns to ruined Baker? Him. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Sorry to Norman Nate. I know he's listening. He to was this, accurate enough just, in he's college. He's not him. He was playing in the Big 12. Yeah, good point. Come on. Kyler Murray was really good in college, too. And Kyler Murray's, Murray's still, still pretty good. Yeah, good. He just doesn't yeah. have the heart anymore. <laughs> right. You know? I mean, I, I just believe Baker... Hmm. I, I 
I think the Bucks are tanking this year. I think the Bucks are going to try and do what the Bears did last year. They're going to bring in these guys, no real plan at hand, and say, oh, yeah, Trask is going to be the guy this week, and then Baker's going to be the guy the next week, and Mike Evans is going to be waiting around until Caleb gets drafted. I think, they're, I think uh, there's a handful of teams that are tanking for Caleb this year, yeah. 100%. And I think you could add the Bucks to it. I think, believe it or not, we'll get into this, but I believe the Arizona Cardinals are going to be doing so. Okay. I don't know about all uh, that. You don't? What do they do with the enormous contract they gave Kyler Murray? Okay. Trade it to who? No one's going to want Let's it. think about this. Let's okay. discuss this then. Okay. So they just gave Kyler, what, $400 plus million in the contract like stipulation that. that says he can't play Call of Duty and all that shit. Cool. Right. So basically, there was actually talks in this offseason that they had a deal basically done to send him to the Atlanta Falcons. It was on the table. It was done. I think it had so many yeah, first-round picks and all this good from? stuff. Hear me out. Hear me out. Right? So they wanted to get rid of him and try and get to the top of the first round to see if they could take one of these guys, Bryce Young, something. That doesn't work. Fine. So now, if you pay attention to what they did, they traded back and traded their first-round draft pick this year, their third pick in the draft, for the Texans' pick next year, and they also possess their first-round draft pick next year as well. So they have two first-round draft picks. Kyler probably isn't coming back until, what, halfway through the season after his knee injury? Yeah, they don't have an exact date yet. Right, and you don't have uh, an exact quarterback worth the shit to play the game. Buda Baker has basically said, I want out. Yep. And he's not going to show up to training camp. So you have all these guys. What? And D-Hop's gone, too. And now D-Hop's gone, which we're going to get into also. So if you look at the tail of the tape, Kyler, right, somebody will come in and buy him. No doubt about it. I don't think so. Bank on that. No? Um, Unless it's like, all right, we'll trade for him, but you guys have to retain 50% of his contract something like that sure think okay think about it why wouldn't you do that if you're gonna not have him until halfway through the season you're gonna suck anyways because there's no heir apparent at quarterback right there's no heir apparent so you're gonna lose basically every game you play young coach young team so if you're already owing six by the time he comes back what is the point and even playing the fucking guy. At this stage of the game, you try and trade him by week eight to a, a quarterback-hungry team. Probably going to be the Raiders. Might be the Falcons because they don't have an answer there. And now you tank for Caleb, which is the goal. You just drafted a right tackle. Left tackle. Paris Johnson wanted him yeah. on the Bears. Me too. Went high, too. So it's not out of bounds. Somebody will pay it for him. He's a proven commodity in the NFL. Yeah, I think all of those all those are good points. Um, I think they depends on this how this new head coach feels about it too. Obviously, um, I think there's a lot of movement. They have a lot of dead cash on their books, especially after the D Hop situation, which we'll get to in a moment. I don't know if they make that move. I really don't. I don't know if you they're have giving a, up on Kyler Murray yet. Even if you have to eat some of that money, you get four, no, five years of control with Caleb because he's the first pick in the draft, hands down. Yeah, but that means they have to be the first pick. So you lose every game. Tanking yeah, but it is depends very on easy how you in do the it. NFL. Yeah, I know, but they're also, you know, they'll get on you if you're not doing it 
correctly. Which is who's going to get on who? Who's going to get on who? So fine, you win one fucking game. Maybe. Maybe. It's the tank for Caleb season. I'm telling you right now, they don't want Kyler. This head coach wants his guy. I think every you know head coach in the NFL will say that Caleb's their guy. Yeah, but um, why doesn't Atlanta want him? Why doesn't Atlanta want who? Caleb Williams. Well, Atlanta, of course, wants him, but they're not in a position to tank. They just spent a bunch of money on their defense. They just went yeah, out and still- paid like... A ton of people for their defensive line, secondary. They traded for what's his nuts out of uh, uh, Acuna, right? Yeah. Not Acuna. Uh, Acuna from right. Detroit. I mean, they're out there Okuda? making moves. Acuda. Jeffrey yeah. Acuda. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. Matata. Anyways, Matata. and then you draft a stud running back this year. I'm telling you. Don't be surprised if Atlanta raises their hand and says, we'll give you our next three first-round draft picks, eat half the contract, we'll take the other half, and boom, on Diamo, and you suck the rest of the year, and you get your guy. That's a very, like, eggs-in-one-basket mentality. I suppose they could go by that. Caleb um, is the egg in the basket. You have I every know, draft but they don't have a confirmation want. that they're going to be one. Because but if not, you lose every game, it's a little possible, but not need. completely possible. I know, but if you go in saying we're going to lose every game, like, you can get knocked by the NFL. I don't think they're going to do it, maybe. But if they give it a shot, there's no reason why the Bucks won't be doing the same shit. True. I get it. But the thing of it is, is that the Cardinals have more draft capital than the Bucks, And I think that's right. why they're in a better position to do so. And to your point, they may not need to worry about the fact that they don't have the first overall pick when they have multiple first round picks. Yeah, but they whoever gets one, for. they're keeping it. Not necessarily. Or, okay, fine. Hypothetically, what if you get Drake May? Drake May's an absolute dog coming out of UNC right now, even yeah. though the last quarterback that got taken Stinks out of like UNC. like Trubisky. That's exactly what I was going to say. Smells a little like Trubisky. Stinks like Trubisky, yeah. Smells a little like a Trubisky move. Smells like a Trubisky biscuit. You know what's so funny? I watched a, a highlight the other day on the Instagram of Mitch Trubisky throwing those three touchdowns against Washington to Taylor Gabriel. Absolutely. And you thought for a minute there, you were like, this is it. We got our guy. This is it. It's happening. And then it, it didn't it didn't happen. All I know is Drake May is the next Mitchell Trubisky, and bless the fan base that gets that guy because it's gonna be a rocky road. That's how I feel now, about. Now, if you are Drake May, is the is like the benchmark Mitch Trubisky? Like you have no. to be better than that fucking guy, which is not well, a very yeah. high benchmark. Yeah, you have to be better than him, like considerably. <laughs> like you have to be not Josh Rosen and not Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, essentially to be that is at all. Lead. You got to be a serviceable starter. As your role. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. Now, now is the hype on Caleb too much? Uh, for you, yeah. Oh, yeah. For you, totally. Um, Why but, just for me? Fuck you. Well, no, because you come on here and you're like, well. Caleb Williams is Tom Brady, so I'm thinking whoever gets him is going to no, win like no, nine. No. Caleb Williams <laughs> is something the NFL hasn't seen before, and I'm totally comfortable saying that. Right what now. a guy with good speed! He's tall, has a cannon arm. Well, the lefty version of that existed, but you know, there's a guy dogs. in Buffalo that's pretty good. Yeah, but then again. Josh wasn't that good coming out. He was a project. Caleb isn't a project. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure he's going to be good. 
But I do think we need to temper some expectations. And I do think that you are a little more um, smitten on him than some other people may be. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Here's a good comp. Is he going to be Justin Herbert? Or is he going to be um, Hertz? He's a combination of the two of them. <laughs> exactly. I know that's the that okay. Yeah. See, that's the fun part. Yeah, no, I mean it, he could be very incredible, and I wouldn't write him off on doing that. Um, I just there's a lot of, uh, especially you know, Pac-12 pro style offense. Yeah, there's just Always a lot been of in a pro style system, right? Well, how is Lincoln's last two guys done? I get it, but they're little. I they're know. little. They're babies. so I think there's a chance, but I'm not gonna. You know, write him off as God until I see a little bit more. Because coming out of college, too, it's just a different game, different defenses. Can really break you down. I think he, no matter what happens, he's going to be like a, you know, a decent one. But I don't know if he's going to be great or not. It's hard to tell. Okay. Yeah. Nobody can ever know. I mean, right. it's it's a crapshoot. There's there's always busts, right? I mean, look at right. Jamarcus Russell. Now, right now. There is kind of a quarterback fiasco going on in the NFL where there's some guys coming up on contract years out of their rookie deals. Those two guys mm-hmm. are Justin Herbert and Joey B. Okay, Joe Burrow. Now, who gets signed first, right? That's my biggest thing. Who gets signed first right now? It's kind of like the race to see who wants to comp that deal. It better be Cincinnati. Yeah, I agree. Joe Burrow is so important to them. And Cincinnati is such a cheapskate organization (laughs) that if they don't get it taken care of and you're in a situation where you can franchise tag them and piss them off, that could be bad news. So it better be Cincinnati. I don't know if it's going to be, but it better be. Okay. So who wins the Super Bowl first, Herbert or Joey B? Yeah, Burrow. Easy. There's a lot going on in LA that I'm, I'm the has a lot of Yeah, their their draft this year was very head scratchy. That's what I'm saying. They picked a wide receiver yeah. that is the same as the rest of their wide receivers. Like, why are you doing that? Like get a guy with some speed, some downhill fucking velocity, but like, you're just like I, I need a big guy that can catch some shit in the middle. And you're like, everybody can do that on the team so, already. So is that the end of Keenan Allen is the next question. Are they done with Keenan Allen moving or forward? Or they're just gonna line up three Keenan Allen's <laughs> Just going to throw it up there and hope for the best. All right, just throw it really high, Herbert, and so hopefully somebody will jump their ass up there and grab it. ridiculous, yeah. I mean, it it could work out fine. I just, you know, defensive injuries have been an issue. They were supposed to be a great defense. They're in an absolutely brutal division, too. It's a lot easier to get out of the AFC North than it is to get out of the AFC West. There's no doubt about that either, so. I'd put my money on Joey B. We've seen him win before. We've seen him almost get there in the NFL. I'd have to put my money on him. Not gonna, not gonna argue with that one. Now, one guy who said that I would love to play with this person, meaning Justin Herbert, is a gentleman by the name of D Hop, mm-hmm. and it is official. He was released. He's gone, which I am in Crazy. utter disbelief that Crazy. literally they didn't get one draft pick for him. I think we were together when that happened, no? No, we were. Like, literally, the man was released, and you're like, you didn't get a sixth, a fifth, a fuck, a seventh, something for him? Somebody wasn't like, I'll just take him off your hands. Well, because there was the whole, like, they were looking for a first, and that was lofty expectations anyway. But they couldn't get anything for him? Not a Like, not not even a bag of balls or anything? 
Just nothing. Not a nickel? Not some cash? Now they have a bunch of dead calf space that's going to get smacked by this. And he gets to choose where he wants to go. Which is good for him. Shitty for Arizona. I don't understand how they run things out there. Maybe when you're out there, you can ask them. Because it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Well, he did say on the I Am Athlete pod that he does want to play with a guy that actually loves the game. Yeah. So that's a big old knock. On Kyler Murray. Well, maybe he can get half off massages with his boy if he goes back up to Cleveland. <laughs> so, speaking of which, does he go to Cleveland? Is that the place? I know that it's all in the news that him and Deshaun are talking. Deshaun's interested. Of course he's interested. But, I mean, are they a playoff team there in Cincinnati? Who knows? I don't know. Do you or know? In Cleveland? Hey. Cincinnati, Cleveland. Cleveland. I was, it was close. I was in yeah, the right same state. state. Fuck it. I was in the right um, state. Fuck it. Is, right. is Cleveland ever... A competing playoff team? No. I can't put that on there until they win one, two years in a row. Like, if someone's like, are the Bears like a perennial competing team? Like, you can't say that ever. (laughs) You can't say that shit. Yeah, like, they don't make the playoffs two years in a row, so you can't. Teams that do, you know, Buffalo, maybe Cincinnati, maybe Kansas City, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I if I were him, I would steer clear of the Cleveland Browns. What about the Especially fucking Bears, given... Vince? What about the Bears? Hey man, I'd love it. I think it'd be great Where's to have an. Yeah, I think it'd be great to have a good veteran on the team. I think we have a lot of receivers on the team now that you want to see good stuff from. So I certainly don't think it's this area of need for the team. But if he's interested in going there and playing with Justin Fields. I don't see why not. A guy that can get up there and go catch the ball. I mean, he catches everything. So to have him on the team would be awesome. He well, might be Chase looking Claypool at Chase and Darnell Mooney are both coming into contract years this year. So two prove yeah. it years for those guys. Right. Right. Now, if D hop comes in, that could be something. I just don't think he wants to play with that. I think he's ring chasing now. I think that's yeah, he better be in the ring. Yeah. He better he be must. at this point. He's he's getting later in his football career. He's hitting the twilight very soon. So um, what I don't want to see is him go to the Chiefs. How would they make that swing, right? How could they identify that? Like, how could they get enough money to even make that work in the cap? It doesn't even Well, maybe, sense. I mean, maybe he's happy to take what the Cardinals have given him and they'll take like a little friendly discount to play on a cool team. What about Buffalo? Buffalo could be on the list too. I mean, he did say that he'd like to play with one of those guys. Oh, I mean, oh, look at that offense! What a fucking awesome offense that would be. You, know, you got Dalton Kincaid, you got Diggs, you got him. I mean, that would just kind of eliminate Gabe Davis. He'd be done. Forget oh, about it. Dave, Gabe Davis is a third though, because the thing is, Gabe Davis usually is good for three, four, five games a year, where he's like, you know, 100, 157 or eight catches and two touchdowns like he always has one of those games that's very true now all right when it all said and done where does he go this is hard and i'm probably going to be wrong like usual but i think he goes to the ravens you i don't know you stole you stole my team yeah but that's that's i think a lot of people are saying that too because it just makes too much First, sense. He's got Odell there. Um, Lamar is obviously coming back post extension. He's the guy that they want. Lining D hop on the other side. He has no more excuses of not having any weapons. This seems to be the perfect scenario for him. Um, the thing is with Lamar is now he doesn't have any more excuses, which sucks. So he can't just be like, I don't have any weapons. Now it's like a put up or shut up for him too. 
Um, but I mean, it'd be cool to see him in the Ravens and AFC North might be up for grabs then. Well, they got their burner though. They got their burner in the draft to get out of Boston college. I yep. forget his name. He would be the perfect slot to add to that. And then you got Mark Andrews. Ooh, yep. that's what I'm saying. Healthy. No more I mean, excuses. OBJ might be the third wide receiver on that team. Buddy. <laughs> no, he wouldn't be the third wide receiver. I mean, don't get me wrong. Bateman's a dog. He is good. So, but then again, is he that guy? And you can. When's the last time Odell played too? Though. Slow. That's the right. thing. He was I mean, really good in the knee. Super Bowl, and then he got injured. Well, I heard a lot of people say that knee in the Super Bowl was like a ticking time bomb. Like bad. Okay. Not surprising given how it broke. So. Okay. Exactly. So we're stuck on the Ravens then. I think we're stuck on the Ravens. We might have to put some small dunes down on the Ravens. Maybe. Right? A couple small dunes down on the Ravens. To Fade get taxi squad. Pick Browns. <laughs> well, it could be that. It could be It could be the Browns, too. I mean, that's kind of the two right now that I'm leaning at. The Chargers have no need. The Chiefs, I don't think they can make it swing. Buffalo also. Yeah. Because yeah. the Buffalo, they, they just fizzle out, man. And now Josh, he's, 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 in, he's gone Hollywood. He's dating Randos in Hollywood. Broke up with his girlfriend from Randos. high school. Yeah. Got some chick like, pregnant, allegedly. Alleged, oh. Allegedly. Man, what gossip pages are you on? Dropping some kids right? off at the pool. Not in that pool. <laughs> the other one. Warm, more of a hot tub than a pool. All right. Yeah, Haley Steinfeld, right? That's who he's dating now. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. So the guy's gone full-blown Hollywood. Not completely random. I have no idea who the hell she is if I saw her she's next door. She's an actress. Very pretty. Well, she's a, God, you'd hope so. She's a you singer, know? too, I think. Is she? Yeah. I mean, listen, if you're playing professional ball and you're not dating the likes of What's Her Nuts from uh, uh, what's that show on HBO with all the kids banging in high school, what's that oh, show? Oh, Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the comp. That's like the level, right? So if you're an NFL player, and especially if you play quarterback, right? Oh, the comp is, is Jared Goff's. Fiance. Yeah. Uh, SI sports model. She's a queen. Absolute babe. Well, yeah. I mean, once again, you're a quarterback. You, you, you better. Either that. Yeah. Or it's like come, come to find out that most quarterbacks are like Swifties. Right? That's the thing. A-Rodge is a Swiftie. Who would have thunk it? Kind of makes sense, though. I'm so sick of Taylor Swift. <laughs> Sidebar, do you know those tickets are like two grand for nosebleed? Yeah. I know. And then she goes up there and just screams into a microphone for a while. And she's like, all the boys are mean to me. It's like, it might be you. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. So sick of it, man. You know what? I, have such I am opinions. excited for the music that will be recorded after her and Maddie Healy break up. So that's yeah, all I on Maddie on Healy's side. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Not on, not on her side so much. On yeah. his side, great writer. But Agreed. with all that being said, people, we have a music pod now, Vince. I mean, what are we... I know a lot Looking about that. To... We'll get back to the sports next week, peeps. Yeah, better believe it. But, but as always, we thank you for joining us week after week. We continue to bring the content. Vinny, it's always fun getting on here and talking shit with my friend. A blast. And, you know, as you know the drill on this lovely June 1st Thursday, you got to follow it. Follow it. And you got to like it. Like it. And you got to share with some people, right? You got to share with your friends. You got to share with your dad. You should probably share with a couple buddies, maybe your grandfather. Grandpa, come on. He's a good dude. Do it. dude. Do it. Whatever your grandfather's name is, don't know what he is, but you can say, hey, Grandpa. Yeah, Ted. Do you like radio? Kevin. (laughs) Kevin, Ted, Tom. Tom. 
Tony, whatever Tony? your grandfather's name is, Fred. Fred? You hearing this, Fred? Anyways. Yes, Fred. <laughs> Listen with your grandfather. Bottom Do line, it. and <laughs> shave your face with Henson shaving. We'll see you next week. Peace.